Hi friends, you're listening to Created Podcast, and we're your hosts, Amanda, Taffy, and Emily. Every week, we'll take a deep dive into the topic of worth and identity, and how by discovering more of who God is, we can discover more of who we are created to be. No matter if you're a lifelong Christ follower, new to the faith, exploring, or skeptical, our hope as we tackle discussions around this topic is that you will find we're all not too different in our struggles. We believe there is hope, clarity, and confidence in understanding our worth and identity. Welcome to episode eight. We are so excited that you joined us again for another week. And today we have myself, Amanda, and Taffy. We are all here with you today. And we want to jump into and kind of continue off of what we talked about the last few episodes um, about just loving the Lord in Matthew 22, verses 36 through 38. Jesus is talking about the greatest commandment, which is love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And then he said, the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. So we want to dive into that part of it today. Love your neighbor as yourself. Um, But as we were talking about it and just discussing, we want to first go and dive a little bit into if we don't properly know how to love ourselves, how do we know how to properly love our neighbor? So we really want to kind of dive into what does God say about me? Um, How does he love me? This isn't necessarily, this is not, I should say, a like let's pull ourselves up by our own bootstraps. Um, We are not looking to ourselves for the strength. We are going to seek just what God says in his word about how he loves us and let that be a reflection um, and a and just a guide, honestly, for us to see and know and love ourselves the way that he loves us. So, Taff, I know that you have such a, as we were talking about this and as we've all shared stories in our hearts together, you have just such a sweet story, really, of just how God has moved and shown you how to love yourself properly. So, if you don't mind, would you share that with us today? Thanks, Emily. I feel like you've just really hyped me up very much, too. Um, I don't think that's the situation. And even when you're like, what is you the love situation? Yes, it is. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely not. No, it's no, no, taught no. me a lot. So that's why I had to say it like that, because you've it just has taught me a lot so disclaimer she was like how you love yourself so well and i was like oh no i don't think i love myself very well i think i do a very poor job about it but i understand her heart and what she's saying is that i am continuously on a journey of what it looks to love myself and i think we all are we all are on that continuous journey of accepting the revelation of who god has created us to be And I say accepting the revelation because we're constantly, God is constantly revealing stuff about ourselves that he created us in perfection. So when God created Tafad's Faith Tamba, I was perfect when I was being created in my mother's womb. I enter into this world and there is sin and the perfection of who I was created to be becomes distorted by the things that the enemy brings in. 
So why I say I'm continually finding the revelation is that I'm continually finding more and more of the beautiful person that God has created me to be and not what the world has created me to be. And if we can get that straight from the beginning, then we can do this journey well. And exactly like what Emily was saying is that it's not about me kind of hyping myself up to be like, come on, you can do this. You are beautiful. You are amazing. Yes, there comes a time when I have to hype myself up, but I'm hyping myself up from a revelation of who God has created me to be. And that is the journey that we want to bring you on today is actually coming to who is the perfect person that God created you to be. Who is the perfect person that God created me to be? So as Emily said, my story is very interesting um, because I did not love myself. I was this beautiful, I say beautiful, then I wouldn't have said those words, but I was. I was this sweet, beautiful little teenager who got to know Jesus Christ and loved him passionately. Like when I say passionately, I was like, I want to devour the word of God and and just it, he it was this revelation of God is just amazing but in that amazingness I was reading my Bible and I was coming face to face with the scripture of Psalm 139 verse 14 and it says that we are fearfully and wonderfully made and here I was this person who was reading her Bible every day loving Jesus but when I sat in my room, I had this massive mirror. I don't even know why. I had this massive mirror, and that was my desk as well. So as I'm sat doing my homework, I literally used to take my towel and cover the mirror because I could not dare to look at myself in the mirror for such a long period of time. And you, you think you're, you're on your desk and you're writing, and there's this mirror in front of you. I'm not actually looking at the mirror, but just the fact that my reflection was looking back at me constantly, I could not handle that at all so in that moment I remember God just coming face to face with me and he said Taffy why take down the 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 um the towel I put over the mirror so I'm like oh lord you you know why we cover this you know because I'm not I'm not beautiful I'm ugly you know basically is what I was telling myself but in that moment God said take it down I want you to look at yourself in the mirror and I was like mm. I don't like this. <laughs> so I took it down and then God says, do you believe the word? Do you believe it when you read that you're fearfully and wonderfully made? I was like, yeah, yeah. And he goes, but look at yourself. Why do you call yourself ugly? And yes, there's a lot of things that have happened in my life. And there's a reason why I got into that point. But I, in that moment, God was like, I want you to start from somewhere. What is one thing, just look at your face right now. What is one thing you can pick from your face that you're like, uh, I think that that's okay. Because he was like, that's beautiful. And I was like, uh, we're not there yet. And he goes, okay, just pick something that's like, okay. And then I was like, okay, um, I have a cute nose. My nose isn't very African. So <laughs> I was like, I'll pick my nose. I have a cute nose. And people say I have a cute nose. Um, so I'm going to go with that one. That's the only thing that I can see in 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 my face or in anything about me in my image that is beautiful and he said okay pick one more thing and I said oh I have cute toes because you know people said I have really cute toes but that's the only compliment I'd ever received from people so for me that was that's the only thing that's only acceptable in my body at that moment I began a journey with God of what it means to look at myself through him 
And in that, he said, Taffy, when I look at you, you are beautiful from every single strand of hair on your head. Every single part of you is beautiful. And we're going to go on a journey where one day you will look at yourself in the mirror and fully accept the beauty that I see. And that journey took a long time. Fast forward 10 years later, I'm in university and um, I had gone to this, you know, Christian um, conference and stuff. And one of the things they had said was um, they had us in a small group and we looked into the mirror and played a song and it was a Rod Stewart song. And I was like, what is this a Christian conference or is what is going on? And a lot of you might be like, what Rod Stewart song? And some of you might not even know who Rod Stewart is. And it's the song that says, have I told you lately that I love you? And in that song, you know, they played that song and they said, look at your mirror and look and say, have I told you lately that I love you? And in this moment, God tells you every day when you look at yourself in the mirror and he goes, have I told you Taffy lately that I love you? And that's the beauty that God sees in us. And from that place of having that revelation, and it's an ongoing journey. And, you know, even today I was having a moment with the girls. I was like, oh, I'm in my fields today. <laughs> and, and, and in that moment, I've had tools that God has given me to help me separate what is truth and what is lies. And I said, girls, yes, I'm in my fields today, but I know what is truth is I am beautiful. But right now, all I see is what is not beautiful. So I'm choosing not to go on a downward spiral and believe that and choosing to walk in truth. So you just got to help me because I have to be limited in the words coming out of my mouth because some of them are not going to be loving towards myself. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much the long version of your nice little question that you asked me, Emily. <laughs> Well, I just, I just think it is so beautiful, Taff, and knowing your heart and who you are now, that is never something that I would have ever thought that you struggled with because you exude confidence, you have the most beautiful smile, you just, you're, the joy in your heart overflows, and I think that it's so, what you're saying, like revelation, and we talked about this, is like, that came from the Lord and like he revealed to you his love for you and his desire for you to know how much he loves you and like that is what fills our cups that's what allows us to see ourselves the way that he does because I think that like so often in our society today we look for affirmation we look for like even in marriage I feel like for me specifically, you look at it, you look for that affirmation from your spouse and that in turn makes you think how you love your own self. Like if you're not getting the affirmation from your husband, then you're not loving yourself or you're questioning who you are or friendships or even maybe you're not married or dating or whatever, even your parents' relationships like that. Even a little 14-year-old in her bedroom who may be surrounded by love but yet still isn't feeling that and just seeing how the Lord is so sweet to reveal that to us even when we're not looking for it. Yeah, I just love your story, Taff, and I think that it is so encouraging and such a beautiful picture, and I love how God used it in such a tangible way. Like, you legitimately had to remove the towel from the mirror. That is so true. Yeah, it's just such a cool picture of, like, just how God... Yeah, how he loves us and he wants us to. Well, and practical. 
and practical. Yeah, such a practical story too. I think that even if someone who maybe didn't have the same steps as Taffy can definitely practice those things. So like in that he gave you such practical ways to truly start shifting your thoughts in your mind, whether that is literally sitting in front of a mirror and saying, Lord, like, okay, how do you see me? And then also what is one thing that I'm going to agree with in truth, you know, and that is really that practical practice that you had to go through and it led to one thing and it led to another thing. But yeah. I mean, such a, for anyone who's maybe really struggling image wise, what a great tool and what a, a practical thing that they can really practice, you know, on a daily basis. And, and the fruit, your life is such fruit of that, you know? Yeah. yeah. Man, I know that you have mm. kind of a different perspective or side of this, I guess you could say um just yeah. more with like struggling with anxiety and things like that definitely I will really speak to my fellow people that maybe have struggled with this in their life um and even I think this touches on just uh, mentally through different seasons and or for anybody who's even dealt with depression or I'm definitely more on the anxiety side but some of the tools that I really have felt again we're talking about just revelation and for me I know I have mentioned it previously um, that I've been in counseling, had counseling, in counseling. <laughs> um, and I think some of the things that I really had to come to understand about the way I approached and even in my anxiety and in shame, I know we've, again, uh, if you haven't listened to our third episode, we talk about shame and fear and how that just kind of affects the way that uh, we see, and then again into episode four, into identity and worth, it really can shape how we see ourselves. And for me, it was recognizing that, okay, these were markers in my life. Like the anxiety was a marker that there was something deeper, which was the shame in my life that I had to really unpack. But the, it brought so much condemnation. Um, the anxiety that I would experience, then I would condemn myself having and that really just skewed the way that I was loving myself because honestly it was coming out of a place was very harsh I even since I've been little I've always held myself to a very high standard I'm my greatest critic and I think we all kind of have that we all are you know our greatest critics sometimes um but for me that was just something I always struggled with and through this process I was uh been in counseling for a while really overcome like a lot of my uh how I experienced my anxiety attacks and then it happened in a very normal situation that I am in all the time and while that was happening so for me I just my heart pounds I feel like I almost am going to cry or like my stomach is just like in knots and and I just got so hard and down on myself and and I was like, why am I experiencing this? Am I not dealing with something? I thought it comes so far. Why is this happening? Like, again, like you're always going to deal with this. This is just going to be something and blah, 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 on and on. And the thoughts just continually condemned and what my body, my response was then more anxiety and then more anxiety from having the anxiety. <laughs> and uh, so I was talking with my counselor and, you know, something that she was reminding me of is one, I am covered by the blood of Christ. So when God looks down on me, he sees 
the blood of Christ. And it's not like he is not aware of my anxiety. It's not that he isn't aware of all these things or our sin doesn't produce consequences in our life. That's not what I'm saying. What I am is that he does not see a disastrous mess that is like crumbling. He sees a daughter that he still loves. He is not condemning me for my struggle. He is doing the exact opposite and seeing me covered by his son, holy, perfect, and, and brought to him underneath the blood. And I also have to have the grace for myself to say, okay, I am not going to condemn myself in this situation. I'm going to acknowledge that my body is experiencing something and I, there's maybe still some stuff that I am having and, and going to be working through in my life. But just the same way the Lord does not look down at me and condemn me because there is no condemnation in Christ, I do not need to condemn myself either. I'm not saying we don't ignore, this isn't like we ignore those things or anything like that. But when it, it comes to learning how to love ourselves the way that Christ loves us, we, for me personally, I often am way more harsh and just am not receiving the love that he has. Like, I just think I'm screwing everything up or I, I don't know. And so I think it's just in this place, something so practical for me in those situations. And I hope for anyone that maybe is experiencing those things, we can stop and recognize, hey, we do not need to go into a spiral even or like trying to fight off these feelings. Sometimes our bodies and our minds, the way that we're wired, just needs to allow ourselves to be in that situation and say, you're okay and you're safe. And this is something that is you're experiencing and it's okay. You just need to not condemn yourself through that because really your body's just going to fight back the more you fight it. <laughs> and so you like retraining and rewiring your brain to say that you're okay and that you are loved and that like the Lord is not condemning you. For me, that was really big. I had to learn how to practice to say in those moments that God was not condemning me or doesn't see me different because I'm experiencing this or doesn't disqualify me from what he's calling me to. And so that for me has really shifted the way that I have learned to love who God's created me to be, even in my struggle. It doesn't mean that like, even if we have these revelations or, or we are working on things, that it doesn't mean we're not going to struggle. It doesn't mean that everything's going to be perfect in this life. But in the midst of my struggle, he still loves me. And I can still love who I am and am becoming and be and know that that's okay. That I'm okay becoming still, but having grace for myself. So I think that has been to tack on to Psalms 30, 139, the end of that, it says, I'm carefully wonderfully made. And my soul knows that well. You know, it's that process and that journey of learning and, and having the confidence to say, my soul knows that well. And that's the journey I think we all are, you know, hopefully you are taking your steps to maybe knowing that first part. But then after that, I think the journey is always just knowing that that is what we know. So. Well, and I think it's too kind of what you were saying at the beginning, man. It's like the tools, like. Yeah. Like, and Taff said, like, even today, like, she felt, like, attacked from the enemy of just, like, lies being, you know, poured over her. And I think that, like, it is, it is the practice 
of it and the practice mm-hmm. of like God's revealing these things to us for the most part, like even in my own life, you, you can remember a time when you learned that or God revealed it to you. And then from that time on, it's like constantly reminding yourself, yes, of the revelation and truth. And this is one of my favorite songs. And I've been thinking about it a lot the past few days and weeks that we've been preparing for these past couple um, podcasts. But most of you probably know it. Um, it's Who You Say I Am, the Hillsong song. And I just love the verses in this song. Just, I'm going to read some of them. But free at last, you have ransomed me. His grace runs deep. Jesus died for me. And I'm kind of paraphrasing there. But just that we can be free from all of these things that we feel. Like Amanda with her anxiety, Taff with body image, like, we are free from them because of what Jesus did for us on the cross. However, because of sin, and we talked about this, and Taft did such a good job talking about this at the beginning, like, we still will, we still struggle with these things. And hopefully they won't be a struggle for the rest of our lives. But if we do, we have the tools in the truth and the word of God to combat those things. And then just in the bridge of the song, It says, I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. You are for me, not against me. I am who you say I am. And I oftentimes just say that, like, chorus in my head over and over because I I think it is such a, such truth and a good reminder in times when, you know, you do feel attacked and you feel like, Man, I love what you said too about like, oh, I thought I was over this. Like, I thought I was over this and I'm being like attacked in the same way again. Um, but just reminding yourself of the truth of the gospel, I think is just, yeah. And it, and it comes, we have to do. yeah, it comes back to that whole thing. Like I was saying at the beginning is that we have a distorted view of, well, we have a distorted view of what love is, but also we have a distorted view of what it means to love ourselves. And the word of God is going to keep renewing that. It's going to keep um, bringing us back to the original like glory of who we, we, we were meant to be. Like Romans 8 does a beautiful job of, of just starting us off and saying, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You know, we need to renew our mind and what we see and what people, society, the enemy has put inside to tell us who we are. But we actually haven't gone back to the creator for him to tell us who we are. And that's what it's about. It's about going back to the creator and going, you, God, who created me, tell me who I am. You know, that's the revelation. Tell me who I am. I have let the world tell me who I am and who I'm supposed to be. But you tell me who I am. You know, and Romans 8 carries on and it says, you know, all creation is waiting for man to come to the to the full revelation of who we were created to be. It says all of earth is groaning, like groaning, like in pain, waiting for us to come to the realization of who we are created to be so that it can flourish. And, and you know, as I know, like we're coming to a close to this episode, but, you know, going back to Psalm 139 verse 14, In the Passion Translation, it says that, um, I thank you, God, for making me so mysteriously complex. 
mysteriously complex there is none like you there's nobody else who has the fingerprint that you have mm -hmm. there's nobody else who looks like you and that is the beauty of what god has created and it goes on and it says everything you do is marvelously breathtaking it simply amazes me to think about it how thoroughly you know me lord and my soul knows very well that is it he thoroughly he thoroughly knows us so you know you know like let that be the encouragement today go back to your creator let him tell you what it means to love yourself how to love yourself um in this season and and for seasons to come as we said we're also on that journey um as well so good well, everybody, thank you. That does wrap up our episode. Um, I hope that that was encouraging to you guys that you can leave feeling just that you have some tools or are encouraged to just see yourself the way that God sees you. Um, so stick around and we will do our challenge and our prayer challenge. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us for our episode eight. Here is your challenge and your prayer challenge for today. Um, so the challenge really is kind of just a reflection off of what we talked about um, in the podcast today. We want to encourage you to um, just think about some things that the Lord has said about you, how much he loves you. Um, if that's easy for you, if you feel like um, the Lord has given you those things, just revel in what God says about you. If you feel like you're really struggling with that, that you can't see um, what God sees in you, um, we just encourage you to sit and just really pray about and ask God, like, show me, God, show me what you see in me. How do you see me? Whether that's um, reading Romans 8, like Taffy was talking about, or listening to the song, Who You Say I Am by Hillsong and letting the truth of that song just pour over you. Um, talk to a person in your life that you trust, that loves the Lord, that can affirm things in you, that can speak truth over you. Um, so yeah, that would be our challenge for the week. Man, do you have our prayer challenge? Yes, our prayer challenge is uh, going to be reading Psalms 139 over yourself. And just praying and asking that the Lord makes the words, um, his living, breathing words, uh, living inside of you. Just that, uh, again, as we meditate and as we dwell, um, and even just memorizing, you know, truth, it, it comes to the forefront of our mind. So that's um, every day this week, just praying Psalms 139 over yourself, that it becomes true in your heart. Thank you so much for listening to The Creative Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to whatever platform you're listening on. You can find us at created.podcast on Instagram and also on our website, youarecreated.com. Hope you join us next week. But until then, don't forget, you are created.